This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. Yes, yes, what's going on, people? It's another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we, we just cheer you up, make you laugh, make you smile, you know, make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside, and forget about all the crap and shit that's going on in the world, because this podcast is all about positivity. I'm your host, comedian Nathan Catum. As ever, I'm joined by the multi-talented Rich Wolfenden. Uh, Rich Wolfenden, sorry. Got my name wrong. It's not like we've been doing these like for weeks and weeks and weeks. But, you know, whatever. We'll get over uh, it. I'm so sorry. Rich Wolfenden. You know, it's, uh, I want to say just the wolf, but I know how much you don't like that. So, okay. Yeah. Rich Wolfenden. How's it going, bro? Yes, mate. All good. So, I had my incredibly boring good news last week where I got my new washing machine. Um, This week, I've replaced the missing wheel trims on my car, so I'm now back up to the full complement of four Ford Fiesta wheel trims on my car. So, he's looking good now. It's pretty much doubled the value of my Fiesta, I think. Pimp my ride comes to London. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But the budget is only £30. So... Um, okay, cool, man. Hey, listen, it's, it's the small things, mate. It's the small. I've noticed that, especially during this lockdown, like it's the small things that make me happy. Getting a parking space, find, finding like you know, a, a biscuit or a, like a chocolate bar which you thought there was no more of, and you find it. Like, oh, bloody mate, that's, yeah. that's made it my is. night. The little things. I mean, I, I didn't actually think about it, but on Friday nights when I'm in work, mm. Tim Westwood's in the studio next to me, who obviously used to do the UK. Yeah. Pit my ride. Oh yeah! I can't believe I didn't think to ask him. <laughs> say, Tim, you got any connections, mate? Yeah, um, dog. Yeah. Of course I can, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. So, how old are you, bro? Hey, <laughs> man. I'm down, man. Um, <laughs> anyway, guys. So on this podcast, um, as you know, uh, if even though it's new to the podcast, welcome. We have a guest on. Uh, we have a comedian who comes and uh, just shares some good news with us and. Uh, let's help cheer you guys up and um this week is no exception a very funny comedian who i've i've worked with many a time um over the years a good mate ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the podcast mark oliver how are you mate i'm good hello um i'm so excited about wheel trims now i think (laughs) i'm actually do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna uh do two things to make sure that this stays in the edit i'm gonna say those are incredible wheel trims, the wolf. Because I've det- <laughs> he doesn't like being called the wolf, but if I say those are incredible wheel trims, then you're going to want to keep it in, right? Yeah, he's worked his way around this. Very, yeah. very smart. But, yeah. <laughs> if anybody's uh, listening, incidentally, if they want a free wheel trim, there's one on the side of the M62 eastbound, and there's one somewhere on the M6 northbound. If you really want a 15-inch Ford Fiesta wheel trim, it's all for you. Are you uh, are you like a sort of a bit of a boy racer? Have you got like a spoiler? Have you got uh, like the the lights underneath? I haven't, sadly. I've just, I mean, it was my mum's car for about 10 years, and now I've got it, so it's hardly boy racerist, but I do have an auxiliary cable so I can plug my phone into it and play my tunes off my phone. That's about as high tech as my uh, as my car gets. So mummy mummy's boy racer. People... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do people still have like things that they stick in their windows? Do you remember Garfields were massive in like the eighties and the nineties? Are those things still a thing? I don't know what you mean. No. Oh god, are you both too young for this? There was a <laughs> there was a thing where it was like uh I'm going to call it a craze, where you would have, like, a Garfield or some sort of cuddly toy Mm. with suckers 
on its hands and you would oh. stick it to the inside okay. of your window. Well, when I said this, you both looked at me like I had made this up. <laughs> it was a crazed like, knife, yeah. Like it was like the mid-80s sort of fidget spinner. It was, uh, it was a big thing. Okay. I, re- I remember them. I think my auntie had a spider in her one on, on the one of the rear windows. Nathan is giving me such a blank look, so let's not even talk about <laughs> no, it. Mate, novelty air freshness. I know, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it being a craze. It was massive. I would say... Two in three cars had some had, had a Garfield stuck to their window. <laughs> it was massive. I'm going to say big numbers, big numbers. You know what really annoys me now about cars? It's going to sound very old and bitter, but when people put eyelashes on their headlights. Oh, oh here we go. Yes. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Why? It's always the Fiat 500s as well, isn't it? Or the Ford KA. Yeah, KA. You know what? It's really funny <laughs> you should say that because yesterday I saw a Fiat 500 with... Uh, panini stickers stuck all over it. Wow, that, that like sounds kind of cool. Stickers. That sounds cool. They were uh, they were they were all shiny as well. So they were kind of shinies all over this Fiat. And I remember it. But I remember looking at it, going, "It's always Fiat five hundred people." And then you say that, and <laughs> Bosch, it's all about the uh, the eyelashes as well. Yeah, it is. It's always them. So you're on to um, you know, share some good news, man. Um, what's it? What's your what's your first story that you want to share with us? So I thought I would do like a personal one mm. and then a news one. So which one do you want first? Okay, end it on the, whichever one's the strongest. End it on that one, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. So we want the worst story first, please. <laughs> no <laughs> problem. No, I tried, I tried to phrase it in a way that was sounding positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I like it. I like the fact that Nathan is still got his comedian's head on, and he's like. <laughs> Put the headliner on last, mate. Put the headliner on last. Um, in the news, I've, I've literally got, like, a newspaper. I don't know how many of your guests have actually bought on, like, real newspapers for this, but I still get a newspaper every single day. What? Um, yeah, okay. yeah. What, you, you, I, so you go out to the shops and you buy the newspaper? Nathan, you're, you're talking to me like like you are a teenager, but I know that you are... Although you you are quite young, you you are uh, still a grown man. I know. You're still, and I just I don't know anyone. Okay, well, yeah, I don't know anyone who who still goes out every day to get a newspaper. I go out and I mean, get a no, that's not a weird thing no. to do. <laughs> it's not weird. It's, it's just why are you making me feel really pretty. Why have I come on this? Oh, cheer everyone up thing, and now I feel like the oldest man in the world so, because I go around the corner and get a newspaper no, every day. Why good. is that weird? It's good. It's cool. It's, just that I've, I've, it's very rare nowadays. It's not cool, mate. Don't patronise me. It's, no, it's now you're patronising. It's very is rare. Is it cool? Yes, it's cool. Listen, I, I, I. I like old school stuff, man. I, I, I'm, I don't mind internet. Don't call newspapers old school. <laughs> but it is, though, because everyone uses internet now. You know what I mean, man? Come on, guys. <laughs> old school. Unbelievable. A man going to get his guardian. Oh, look at you, you, hip, you old school hipster. I just thought, yeah, I go around on my penny farthing. <laughs> I give the urchins some money on my way round, and I pick up an actual newspaper. No, that's cool, man. I like <laughs> old that. School. I like that, man. Unbelievable. Rich is staying very quiet. On I'm this. staying out of this. Yeah, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, uh, do you know? Do you know anyone who uh, gets a newspaper, Rich? And do me a favour. Do not say uh, your grandparents. Uh, me dad gets the newspaper, and he will always watch the ten o'clock news on BBC One every night. Does your dad have uh, a proper dad name like Alan? Yeah, he's called Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
Good dad name. Yeah, it's, dad name. it's a proper. It's a proper good dad name. Have you seen? There's a website where it's in, and it's like an official government one, where it's like the statistics agency or something, where you can put in the name of someone and see where their name peaked in history. Oh, oh. seriously? Yeah. So it. So like my. So I was born in 1975. So I'm 45, and Mark peaked in about 1972 1973 and it's got a graph so you could have a look and you can go oh look at that that's when uh, my name was uh, possible so so ian i'm guessing your dad was born in like what 1963 64 yeah 57 i think it was yeah so a bit early. yeah late 50s early 60s lot of ians lot of ians yeah. lot of allens lot of lot of I'm- gary's I'm going to be very intrigued about mine because obviously Richard is quite a, a royal name, quite a historic name. So I don't know when that would have peaked. I Maybe think, like the 17th century. I think Richard is the one name that's kind of like long lasting. It will, it will go through generations. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Rather than Chardonnay, yeah. uh, <laughs> that is going to kind of go up and go down. Anyway, that's a fun little game to play. There's a website and you can go on it. Google like popular names or something or statistics of names and it'll tell you exactly when your name is popular but that's not my news story okay my news story from an actual newspaper nathan <laughs> caton um is they've announced today uh, so do you know how many cats there are in the uk i reckon guess. about 10 million oh i would say 2.4 million uh split the difference 7.5 million cats yeah. in the uk yeah. Do you know how many mice, rats, rabbits and birds are killed by those 7.5 million cats? 30 mil. Rich? 31 mil. (laughs) A hundred million? So those little fuckers are on, like, a proper genocide every year. So what what are they killing? Like, do the maths. That's like each thing is killing, like... Over 10 things a year, that's like, yeah. that's over one a month. And obviously some cats aren't doing it at all. So some of these, like, they are proper serial killers. Oh, yeah, snap. they actually are. Like, I mean, the thing is, like, cats have the easiest life as well. They just, like, sit on the sofa for a while, go get their food from the bowl, and just go back sit on the sofa again. That's their life. Why would they have to go out and, you know kill a whole species of sparrow absolutely and this is so this is the good news bit because scientists because you know scientists have got nothing better to do at the moment you know they they can't be spending their time you know doing important stuff like getting us out of the panda (laughs) um have worked out that if you um give your cats uh grain-free food and play with the cat five to ten minutes a day, you will cut the culling by 25%. Oh, my God. So cats are basically killing because they're not being played with and they're not being given meat. That's essentially it. I, no, I, mean, I didn't know that was it. I've heard of, like, cries for attention, but cats are taking a piss, aren't they? <laughs> they absolutely are. But now I've discovered that I've probably got more in common with a cat than I thought I would because I eat a lot of meat... I definitely get played with, even if it's by myself, for 10 minutes a day. <laughs> if I wasn't, what would I be doing? God knows what I would be doing. Mate, I thought you were going to say that you kill people. I was like, Mark, this is going to be, be good <laughs> news. We don't know. We don't know, Dave. We don't know what could happen if I wasn't given pork belly and a little uh, gentle scrotal touch every day. Like, I don't know. 
what would happen. But yeah, so so uh, I think that's my good news that scientists have worked out that we can stop the uh, the the mass, the huge amount of murder of uh, innocent little mice rats. Does that oh does that's... that cheer you up? It's, it's, I'm glad to know they're busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, are you, are you a, are you a cat person? Are you a cat owner, uh, Mark? I'm not a cat owner. I'm, I've not got a pet. I would definitely go dog more than cat, 100. percent Yeah, for genocide you know? reasons. For the no, no, do you know what? Just cuddly, just cuddly. I would happily let my dog get away with all sorts of murder uh, if uh, if it came back for a cuddle. I'd be quite happy with that. Cuddly. But maybe that's why cats are always a little bit kind of standoffish because they know they can't get too close to you because they've got secrets. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, cats are cold, mate. They are stone cold killers. They're actual killers, and um, so they're not just playing hard to get. They 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 are scheming as well. It's it's funny you mentioned that you know scientists should be focusing on make the pandemic and you know this is an important study because you know it's about nature and wildlife and that sort of thing. But there was a story that popped up today that uh, scientists have taught pigs how to play video games with their snouts, and I feel like that oh. is a waste of time. <laughs> just just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they doing that? I haven't got anyone to play FIFA with. Teach the pig. Teach the pig. So I, I, um, I can't so get yeah, a PS5. So that- because fucking pigs are hogging up all the bloody consoles. <laughs> Hi, we're Sound Rebel, the people that produce this podcast. We make loads of entertainment shows like this one, but we also make informative and educational podcasts for brands. Brands who know that podcasts are the fastest growing broadcast medium in the world and who want to build their audiences online with their very own podcast. We work with magazines, digital creators, influencers and industry experts from idea development through to distribution to all of the major podcast apps like apple Podcasts, spotify and google Podcasts, we make making your podcast easy and tell us you heard this ad and we'll produce your first episode for free so email hello at soundrebel.co.uk now and we can get the ball rolling on your new podcast this week right back to the episode Okay, so had animals. Um, what's the what's what's the personal story about you, mate? So, I've not done it for a while, but the big thing that I did that helped me through lockdown, um, I started working uh, in a care home. I started working uh, in an old people's home. So, mm. I do a lot of stand up, a lot of TV warm up, and I went from gigging like six times a week to nothing, like we all are. Yeah. And I just realised that that would make me go legitimately insane, uh, having all that time on my hand. Like, I, I would be one of those serial killer cats. Like, I would be going out, uh, like, starting fights with seagulls and, you know, having a go. But So I thought to myself, well, no, I'm going to do something about it. So for oh, about eight months, I was working two days a week in a care home. Nice. And it was the best thing that I did last year. It was absolutely... It was absolutely amazing. It put everything into perspective. Mm. Um, it put the fact that people who work in care homes are absolutely amazing and work incredibly hard. And I get paid to talk bollocks for a living. <laughs> and that made me appreciate... It made, when I saw some of the things that these staff had to do, it made me appreciate uh, my job a lot more. Yeah. And I got to meet some... 
amazing people. Got to meet some incredible, you know, inspirational people in their in their nineties and hundreds. And it was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, this is this is going to be all right. When you go in and you say to them, like this was early on, and I was like, oh god, yeah, people are saying, oh that the. The pandemic, this is like our second world war, isn't it? It's like, oh, this is going to, you know, this is the thing that we'll remember, like you lot remember the second world war. And you just see all these women. It was uh, one unit was mainly women in their late 80s and 90s. Just look at me going, what are you talking about? (laughs) Literally, what? So you're complaining that restaurants are shut and you can't go to theme parks, and you're saying that that is like <laughs> the Second World War. Like, absolutely, get over yourself. Um, yeah, no, it was. I, I don't, I don't meet many old people, so it was nice to kind of. Uh, yeah, when was the, this? Sounds like a weird question. When was the last old person you spent time with? <laughs> My grandma. Oh, do you spend time with your grandma? Well, before the pandemic, but yeah. Like how often? How often were you seeing your grandma? Uh, gosh, I don't know, maybe weekly, fortnightly. But now it's like we we speak on Facetime like every week. Oh, you are just the nicest boy in the world, aren't you? <laughs> Did you take the Mickey out of there for reading the newspaper, though? <laughs> like, grandma, come on, man! How old are you? Fuck's sake! <laughs> I bet Rich doesn't. Uh, do, do you talk to old people, Rich? Well, the one I most regularly speak to is probably my landlord. He's probably like. He's probably getting into his early 70s, something like that. But he puts me to shame every time he comes round because he makes me feel like a proper little worm because he knows how to do everything in the house. <laughs> like, if anything goes wrong, like, what was the issue we had the other day? The, you know, the, like, the fitting, the, the light fitting? Yeah. Like, he just, yeah. he, I, I, that was, like, flickering our house and I messed around with it for so long trying to fix it. And he just came round, took it down, moved the wire to another place and it was fixing the blinking of an eye. And this, he just put me to shame straight away. And like, if I do learn something, I learn it from YouTube, which is just as embarrassing <laughs> as being able to to not say you can do to say you can't do it. So yeah, just I wish I had that experience that old people. But he's your landlord, so you have to talk to him. Whereas Nath is actively planning and enjoying talking to his gran. Yeah. Like that's impressive stuff, Nick. And but also, she gives me comedy material, so technically I'm working. <laughs> What's her name? Stephanie. Yeah, my, my grandma. Um, yeah, she she's on it, man. She's uh, yes, yeah, eighty-seven. Um, probably the trendiest grandma on the planet. Um, yeah, she she's got the iPad and everything like that. She, you know, she she's calling people, doing her thing. Yeah, she's mate, she's good. And she lives oh. alone. She lives with my aunt. This that this. Uh, I, do you know what? It sounded like I was trying to find out where Stephanie lives to go around and nick stuff from her house. So Stephanie, does she live alone? <laughs> like it sounded a bit wrong. What a post. But I was just interested. I just yeah. I, I've got less interest. You should have her as a guest on this. Stephanie should be a guest she on would, this. Mate, she would steal the show. I can't be having that, mate. You wouldn't. I, I bet you wouldn't swear though, would you? Uh, oh hell no, mate. I wouldn't be alive, mate. Come on. <laughs> We did it. We did a show. We did a BBC Three show together a few years ago. Did you? And um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, she was the star of the show. No way! That's so sick. What was the show? It wasn't Mock the Week. No. <laughs> <laughs> no um, it was called Grand Jury, okay. where uh, my, me and my grandma, or my grandma with me as a sidekick, were helping young people with various problems. Like one was like um, people who addicted to social media. Uh, two boys who were trying to attract 
women but be gentlemen and my grandma will like give them advice and coach them and stuff oh that's so oh, sick. okay i want to watch oh, that. i like the sound of stephanie <laughs> yeah it was cool it's, i think it might be an eye play i don't know but yeah it was a few years ago oh okay but, but that's it see i've so i've never really had like grandparents all my grandparents sort of died when i was very young or before i was born and so going into like old people going into this residential home and meeting all these people just absolutely yeah just blew me away by kind of um put into perspective the people who have got it hard in there and you know people with dementia and people with uh who are a bit poorly but the people who like have had these amazing life and like don't get me wrong it was a posh care home so it was all like you know <laughs> so it was easy for me but it was all you know, ex-doctors, teachers, civil servants, diplomats, you know, hearing mm. all these stories from people who... There was one uh, one lady in there uh, called Jenny who... And I was... One day we got into the conversation of, like, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. That was the question. The Beatles or the Rolling Stones. And she was like, do you know what? I, I preferred the Rolling Stones, but I only ever hung out with John Lennon. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you are going to have to back up it. But it's just the way she threw it out there. Like, yeah, no, I really like, like the Rolling Stones. I mean, I knew John, but I didn't really, you know, yeah, just, I absolutely love that stuff. Yeah, absolutely oh, love it. So, yeah, so there you go. That's my two stories. Uh, cats killing people and inspirational <laughs> old people. That's, nice. that's, that, that covers oh, everything, right? Oh, that's great, man. That's Mark, thank you very much, friend. I appreciate you coming on. No problem whatsoever. Um, people want to find you. Where, where can they do so, mate? I think I'm on Twitter as Mark Olver, but I think I'm on Instagram as Mark John Olver. So, and I do okay. a podcast and uh, YouTube panel show called Who Said That as well, um, which, which uh, Mr. Caton has been on. First episode, very actually. Fun. Yeah. First yeah, ever episode. It's fun, man. So, uh, so that's still out there. And then you could just find me stalking around the Bristol area, <laughs> kind of hunting down cats and, you know, and mice and rats and seagulls and stuff. Which go yeah, for it, man. Radio X, Friday and Saturday nights, uh, 7 o'clock, get me on, please. And I'm at underscore Wolfenden on Instagram and Twitter. So give me a follow, please. Wicked. Uh, I'm Nathan.Caton on Insta and Nathan Caton on Twitter. Till next time, guys. Take care of yourselves and stay positive, man. Stay in a good mindset. And um, yeah, man, keep your spirits up. Laters. Discover more shows on the Sound Rebel Network. Like Triple Captain. Hello, this is Triple Captain, the unofficial fantasy Premier League podcast, which has just one aim to get you to the top of your mini league. He's Luke Jerdy, an FPL-obsessed actor and top 10K finisher. And I'm Rich Wolfenden, a TalkSport commentator and presenter on Radio X. So what makes us different from other FPL podcasts? Well, first of all, we're an unofficial FPL podcast, which means that we can say what we like. There's no club or Premier League affiliations, means that there's no ego rubbing or pleasing sponsors. We also pack our podcasts with guests. We've already had Lloyd Griffith from Soccer AM, Pete Donaldson from the Football Ramble, Caroline Barker from Sky Sports and Five Live, Toby Tarrant from Radio X, James Sutton from the Anfield Rap, and Adam Wilborn from What Culture on the podcast. And we've got loads more guests lined up for the rest of the season finally we don't go on forever our podcasts are not that long so you can get all the information you need for your game week without having to spend too much time with us which let's face it is probably for the best triple captain from sound rebel please subscribe on your chosen podcast app